You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to The Best Bits. This is part one where I bring on a show member and we talk a little behind the scenes about life and sometimes the things that happen on the show. This weekend, I'm bringing on Abby because we need some girl talk. What's up, Abby? Yes, we do. What's up? Yeah, I'm in desperate need of some girl talk and girl time, just period, in general lately. If you listen to the show, you already know what I'm talking about. Mm. So (laughs) we had to come on and uh, talk about a few things. So we're just going to dive in. You ready for this? I'm ready. Have you had a good week? I have. Yes. But a long one, right? Uh-huh. CMA Fest, all the things, everything's very busy. A crazy week, yes. Yes, and your parents are in town. They are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you've been having fun and going out and doing all the things. Yep. That's I've been getting an email super late from Abby this week, and I'm like, <laughs> like, what is she doing awake right now? But that's because mom and dad are in town. I know, it's like midnight. That's yeah. when I work. I'm like, <laughs> they go to bed, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta work. <laughs> Right? Isn't it weird when you have company and you're like, ah, I got to still work and you have to still go on your computer and do all the things that they get to go to bed? Right. They're on vacation and they think I am too. I'm like, no, Mm. I'm actually have to live my life. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Well, then we're going to dive in so that way you can go home and keep hanging out with your family and keep doing all the CMA Fest activities. Woohoo! Yes. Um, At number seven this week, Eddie shared that his son is dealing with a bullying incident, which just broke my heart. I hate hearing this and I hate that this even still exists at this point. Um, but I don't even want to talk about that because I want to liven up the mood a little bit. So, Abby, what have you been up to lately? What have you been spending your time doing? Are you singing? Have you uh, pursued any new songwriting moments? Anything like that? I wish. No? No, I have not been. I mean, I've been singing in my house. That's what I, that's my therapy. Have you been singing in the shower? <laughs> yes, I mm. do. But the only thing that makes me nervous is I live in a townhome, so I have neighbors like right next door, and I feel like she can hear me through the Ooh. wall. Like Has that's she ever said anything? Of. No, because I, I don't sing like to my full potential, like super loud because I'm nervous she can. You don't pull like a Whitney Houston moment? No, I do that in the car. <laughs> you do, you're like belted <laughs> yeah, out. You're like the all car. the cars aside can hear me, but not my neighbor. Yeah, but I don't have her number. We're mm-hmm. not like that close. Or I see her, you know, but if I had her number, I could just be like, hey, do you hear me? Am I bothering you? You should totally walk over one day and just knock on the door and be like, can you hear me singing? 
I really want to know. Yeah. I think you should. I, I think should. you should just go over and ask. Yeah. What's been your song lately that you've been singing a lot? Oh, dang. What is my song? Is it old school, new school? It's usually Caitlin Smith, any of her songs. Okay. Like she has so many good ones. Yeah, she's a vibe. Yeah, it's like the like older ones. And then she wrote Wasting All These Tears on You. Mm. Bye. Nice. What's her name? You know what I'm thinking? Wasting All These Tears on You. Uh, Cassidy all- Pope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I hear that. I, don't, I always go like, Alexa, play Caitlin Smith. She's just everything. So that's what I do. Has it been a, a comfort for you? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I can relate to a lot of her songs. Yeah. Music has a way of just finding you when you need it most, no matter the song. It really does. So do you think um, singing is a therapy for you? Mm-hmm. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Like the gym and singing. Yeah. The gym and singing. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think those are both things we all do. It's just we probably don't do it as beautifully as you. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You I hear can. myself singing. I'm like, oh, that's so rough. If somebody had some car camera on me right now, this would be really <laughs> bad. That doesn't matter. As long as you are feeling it inside, that's, you know, right? I mean, yes, it is. If you're feeling it inside, you that's what matters. <laughs> drive down, belt it. Yeah. Um, no other updates on anything else in your life. Are you working out every day, hanging out every day? Do you go to concerts? I feel like you're out often. I do go to a lot of shows when there are, but on the weekends. It's mm-hmm. hard to on weeknights because then I'm sending you yes. emails at midnight. <laughs> what I call you school know? nights. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. It feels like I'm back in school. Mm-hmm. As much as I want to, obviously, because there's so many during the week, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I can't do it or I'll stay like an hour. Yeah. And know? if I don't get like good sleep, if I don't go to bed at least by 11 and mm-hmm. 11 is pushing it. But if I go past 11, I'm like, I'm going to wake up and it's going to be rough tomorrow. I know. Yes. Even like, I, and I don't know if anybody like who has work is uh, calling them school days, but I do. Like if people ask me to do something on a weeknight, I'm like, listen, it's a school night and I cannot go out. No. And do anything. But I appreciate that you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think they forget. They just, you know, mm-hmm. forget we have to prepare for the next day. Right. So we have to work the night before. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just like we show up and everything's ready. Yes. So, you know, something super weird that's been happening to me lately that I realized. OK, are you ready for this? I think so. I have indentions mm-hmm. on both of my pinky fingers that are new within the last few years. And you know what, what they're from? What? Holding my phone. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Are you serious? I have indentions. So because I have a bigger phone and I have super small hands, I constantly hold my phone with my pinky underneath the bottom of oh. it to like give it a thing. Yes. Or, or give it support, I guess. So I literally have permanent indentions or a callus, I guess you could call it, on this like part of the top part of my pinky. Okay, that that right there is a sign. That I need to be off my phone more? Probably. Yes, but also, have you seen your screen time it, you, when it tells you, like, your average? Ooh, let me see that. I'm almost ashamed. Oh, what is <laughs> like, your screen time? Let's, <laughs> let's get into it. I'm really nervous. Where do I go and find this? I know it's somewhere, okay, somewhere yes. in here. Uh, settings. Oh, shoot. Where is it? Set screen time. Mine always just comes up and. Oh, hey, mine's. You know what? Mine's not bad. One hour, 49 minutes. Nuh-uh. I don't believe that. What do you mean? I'm showing it to you. That's today? Yeah, it's my. It says my daily average. Your daily average is not one hour. It can't be. Mine's like 10 hours. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not right. I don't know what to tell you. My daily average today. I don't know. Yeah, Wait, why are today, you. 
the, on it, your that's it, your it, job is to be on your phone and it's only two hours why is see. mine 10 um oh. well oh my. my daily screen oh, time down. for this oh. week like i think yesterday yesterday was six hours and nine minutes okay yeah see mine does that six, make you feel better six and a half hours yes but that's over the course of the week mine's like yeah Here's the problem with mine is it's not being realistic because all of mine happens on the computer. Okay. So I spend so many hours on the computer more than I do necessarily my phone. Okay. So that's why. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So your computer screen time is a lot. Yeah. And honestly, I'm looking at this right now and I, you know, you guys know that we record this, but my, my activity for today <laughs> is an hour and 49 minutes already. Lord. So... I am on my phone more. It's just, I, you know, I'm, I might have been reading that wrong at first. I was like, <laughs> it said oh. average was an hour, though. And I'm really that's, not. I don't feel like I'm on my phone that much. Oh, that's good. I feel like I am a you lot. You do? Yeah. I always look. You need to learn it. to like put it down. I've been trying. I've been trying really hard to put it down more. That's good. I feel like it's more beneficial for me when I because I doom scroll a lot. Mm-hmm. Have you do you know what that is? Like where you just sit there and you're just constantly scrolling and you find yourself kind of in like a mindless Oh, yeah. yeah. On TikTok, too. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, I do that laying in bed. And I'm like, oh, it's been an hour. <laughs> and I'm still on TikTok. Yes. Well, and when you're, like, going through things, you doom scroll. Doom scroll is, like, a very common um, coping mechanism for mm-hmm. people. And I am absolutely people. <laughs> One <Same>. of those. <laughs> Maybe that's why the average is so high. I think that's oh. true. But, yeah, that's what's going on in our lives. We're, we're not very exciting, Abby. No, there was nothing exciting there for you. I know. I realize that. I guess I just I work a lot. I'm very, I'm very dedicated to the job. <laughs> I feel so I'm that. just working or you know, walking. Some days it's like I work, I work out, and then I go home, I work some more, and then I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I eat in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I never know. I know. Um, so, yeah, that that is life lately. I'm still doing um, gymnastics. That's still happening. We have a week awesome. off. Um, still boxing. You know what I really want to do, though? What? Is I want to pull a Princess Diaries, and I can't do it this weekend because of all the CMA Fest stuff. But you mark my words. There are two things that I'm going to do coming up. One of them is rollerblading. I've already oh. I've already had my rollerblades added to a card. I just need to pull the trigger and purchase them. No way. I'm going to start rollerblading. And the other one is I'm going to pull up Princess Diaries and put paint and balloons and throw darts at them. Please. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's been on my bucket list for years, ever since I've seen that movie. And I'm like, you know what? Frick it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Right? Yeah. Maybe you need to come join. Oh, I should. And then we can go break things. We can go to a break room. Oh, I want to do that. Ah, that's so me. bad. Get some rage out. Yes. Yes. I think that's always good for emotions. Uh-huh. But I feel like the Princess Diaries moment is also just like, um, I feel like that will fill my cup in a very fun way. You yes. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, I do want to play softball again. We are going to talk about the softball game in a little bit, but I do want to start playing softball again. So any Nashville uh, co-ed teams, call me out. I want to play. I need to keep working on my skills. I know. (laughs) Are you going to pick up any hobbies? Hopefully. Mm. Maybe. Probably not. No. (laughs) I got tired Abby right now, and I can see it in her eyes. I'm not. I am a little tired. Mm -hmm. It's the end of the week, you know. I know. It's okay, though. We're going to get through this. Oh, actually, I just got my bike. Um... I got new tires on my bike, so that's going to be a new hobby. You're going to pull a lunchbox? Are you going to start biking <laughs> Not to work? to work. No, I'm too far away. <laughs> I have to go on a highway. I would not survive. That's true. You do not need to do that. So you're going to do some biking instead of walking. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. How? Some what's trails? the longest you'd go on a bike for a day? Oh, the longest? Oh, my gosh. For like hours-wise? Or like miles? No, oh, I don't know by miles. 
Maybe like 50? Sure. That's a lot. I have no idea how much that is. I don't know. Listen, I've biked like a few miles and after like four, I'm like, my legs hurt. This is 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 a lot. Very difficult. Biking is very hard. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see people that do like I talk about like Dirks, who's who we literally are coming into right now. Um, he's like talks about how he bikes all the time. He bikes to pretty much everything he yes. does and shows up for. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how does that happen? I know. I wish I could. I was. I wish I was in that good of shape because mm-hmm. I tried yesterday, and my neighborhood's kind of hilly, and I struggled. You're like, I was like out of breath. And my legs. I was like, I'm going to be sore tomorrow from biking. Oh, yeah. I feel that. Well, that's going to be a fun hobby, though. I know. Exercise is always, especially trying newer hobbies Mm -hmm. of exercise is a good thing. I did try Pilates for the first time, at least like in a hot minute. Really? And it was rough. It is not for the weak hearted. I I learned that. I really don't ever do Pilates or yoga. I can't sit still long enough. Oh, no. No, it's so like... You would I love guess Pilates. Pilates is not even close to yoga. No, it's more like there's more movement in yeah. it, and it's not like as quiet. It's meant to be like exciting, and you're just like working your body without like really straining it. Mm-hmm. And you are working your body. I felt it in every part of my soul. Really? <laughs> See, there's so many workouts out there that I want to try. Mm-hmm. You know, I just do the same thing basically. I mean, the elliptical run. Yes. <laughs> I don't like there's so much out there. Also, says the person who has a boxing membership that hasn't come. I have not come since I bought that. Mm-hmm. I bought the unlimited. Yeah. I told you when I went, I was like, I'm going to just get the day pass. Yeah. The one thing. That That's I what I told you to get. <laughs> and Abby's over here like, I'm going to buy the unlimited for like six months. Abby has not been back. See, this is what I do. I do stupid things. I'm like <laughs> impulse everything. You're not impulse everything. We just, yeah. you know, you got really excited in yes. the moment. That's I okay. think if I pay for it, I'm going to do it. But then I still don't. Issue. <laughs> I'll be back. We'll get we'll get you back in there. And okay. you know, speaking of all the exercise and Dirk Bentley, uh at number six, Dirk Bentley and L King came in and their interview performance. It was so awesome. Been a huge fan of L King like for the longest time ever. Pretty much since she started putting out music, I've been listening to L King. Mm-hmm. And met her like long time ago. There was crazy part of um my old job before I started working with the show, I would just go out with you know, different talent and do all these different things as a digital director. And one of the things I did was go out with a rock talent and we went to the taping of a TV show that I'm not sure if it ever aired, um, but L King was one of the judges on it. And we sat on our tour bus and talked to her for a long time. And I like what? have that picture from like six years ago. No way. Mm-hmm. That's and I really loved cool. her then, like me- meeting her then. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is amazing. I loved her song, America's Sweetheart. Oh, you so remember good. that one? Yes. I'm not America's Sweetheart. It's still on one of my playlists. It's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like so all of catchy. her songs are so good. Yes. So I love that she's diving into the country world. I do want to know, what's your favorite collaboration like recently? Well, it's funny because it includes her and Miranda Lambert. Oh, Drunk and Drunk I Don't Want to Go Home. Is that kind of recent? Yeah, I mean, that's recent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a jam. Yeah. Whenever that comes on the radio, I'm like, turn it up. Yes. And that's how I feel when I'm out. I know, and I, I also didn't, go home. I didn't realize that she's, um, like, gosh, in her early 30s. She and is? I don't know why I didn't think that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because she wrote that song when she was 24. And I want to say um, she's, like, in her early 30s now. Yeah, she's 32 years old. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't. I just don't know why I always think like when people are super successful, they're just older me than me. I just assume that, and I shouldn't. I know. Um, I always think that too. I'm like, there's no way they're we're the same. Yeah. Age. But yeah, she wrote that when she was 24 years old, so like um, eight years ago now. But crazy. It's so crazy. And then for her to get Miranda on it and mm-hmm. be a gigantic song. And different for girls with Dirks. I know it didn't like blow up, but it was so good too. Mm-hmm. And worth a shot's really good. I just think her voice is like butter. It is. And I don't, and, and like, so raspy and so perfect in different ways mm-hmm. that I just love hearing her sing on anything. I think she could sing a menu and I'd be excited. I know, but really. Literally, really. Uh, that's a good collab. That I, is good. I'm obsessed with the Pitbull and Zach Brown collab. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. It's called Can't Stop Us Now, I believe. I'm Have double checking that. that. Um, but he, they like put it out. I dropped it. It was like kind of a surprise. Nobody really knew it was coming. Um, and I do believe, because I talked to Zach Brown Band at our iHeart Country Festival. Yeah, it's called Can't Stop Us Now. Okay. I was talking to Zach Brown at our iHeart Festival about how it came together because like not only was I shocked, but I loved it. And and I don't know if this is true. I haven't really researched it anymore. But Zach said it was one of his songs from his album that he did when he did the kind of went off and did something different um, with Nico Moon. And gosh, why can't I remember this? He came in the studio. They they came in the studio. There was like three of them. And Zach Brown had decided to like take this kind of different step out of Zach Brown band and go after and do a certain thing and I can't remember what the band was called but it was a song that they recorded and put on the album that they had put out then and Pitbull heard it reached out to him and was like I want to do something with you wow so oh, it's a song listen. that's been out before with okay. Zach but it's um with Pitbull on it huh. at least if I heard that all right we were also drinking at iHeart Festival so <laughs> I do think I heard that all correctly and that's what that's parts what of it how it happened they're probably right right but that's like my, I mean, it's my jam. I play it when I'm working out and even when I'm just jamming in the car. Man, I need to listen to that. Yeah, it's a good time. I mean, anything with Pitbull is pretty fun. If you yes. just want to feel like lively, but also just I, I am obsessed with Zach Brown Band. Mm-hmm. They've been like the best of my life. Like, so Country Stampede for all my Manhattan, Kansas people and Abby knows being from Kansas. Um, Country Stampede is a huge festival. Uh, country festival that's like four days you go out and you camp and it's just pure chaos and so much fun um but so my first year ever that I went I um, got a little too drunk but the only reason I really wanted to go because you know I grew up on country music and we went to so many concerts and the only reason I wanted to go to country stampede that year despite like hanging out with all my friends and you know drinking having a good time I wanted to see Zach Brown because I'd never seen them before and you know what poor little Morgan did? Oh, no. What? Morgan got a little too drunk and passed out in the bus of one of her friend's parents. And I did not get to see Zach Brownman. The whole reason I was there. No, mm-hmm. that's the worst. And I woke up literally, I'm not kidding you, one minute after their set ended. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? I'm like, this is crap. I would like to go home. <laughs> You're like, can we have a redo? Yeah. That's like so the sad. perfect amount of time of when they went on and when they left is the time that I fell asleep. Yes. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. I learned a lesson the hard way there. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, it was back then, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. so you learned your lesson. You know, you don't day drink to miss the fun. 
You can, you can daydream, but you better slow down a little that's if you want to make it to the night. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at pacing myself either. So hey, that's a problem. Day drinking's a great time. You definitely have to learn to pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Like Otherwise, water drink? And then water? Yes. And drink food? Water. Yeah, food. I think I had, a, I think I had a, a only a diet of like Coors Light that day. So, <laughs> so bad. It was, I was not well. Oh my gosh. So the fact that I just fell asleep was pretty good, but sad that I missed Zach Brown, man. Oh, that is a bummer. But I have gone to see him so many times since, so it's kind of funny. And especially they've played like our, this past recent iHeart Country Festival, and they were so good. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've seen them in concert, and they are they are definitely like a super lively, have a good time. If you've never seen them and they're like coming to your town, I would suggest going to them. Mm-hmm. And if Abby's saying it and agreeing with me too, that's a good thing because I she agree. goes to all the concerts, <laughs> especially now. I know. Um, any other collabs before we head to our uh, snack loves? <laughs> I like um, On My Way. Jimmy Allen and J-Lo. I think it's good. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's slower, but I think it's good. I think it's awesome that I want to know how that came about, you know? Yeah, like Like who reached out to who and what happened. We need to make sure to ask because Jimmy Allen's coming on, I think, at some point. Yeah. Um, We need to know this. At least I would assume (laughs) he always stops by every now and again. We need to make a point to um, ask him. I should have asked him at the softball game. He was on my team. Oh, I know. And I do want to hear about the softball game. I know. We when do. Go, we, we got that coming up. Okay, um, okay. At number five, we did do a draft. We brought that back this week of the best snacks from our childhood. Now, I'm going to ask you a few things here because I got a little bit of grief, you know, being a 90s kid. My childhood snacks were different than everybody else's. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you are also... Um, right next to the 90s. Mm-hmm. You're, I don't think you are a 90s baby, are you? Or are you yeah, 90? 90. You are. You're, 90, you're literally a 90 it. baby. I just made it. I couldn't remember if you were 89 <laughs> or 90. Um, so you are a 90s baby, which means that we probably have the same snacks. So I want you to share your favorite childhood snacks that you can think of. Like nostalgic, what you ate growing up. Uh-huh. And I'm going to put a few in your head and you're going to be like, okay, yes. Um, Lunchables. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. diet, yes, every day. Gushers. <laughs> yes, Gushers. Mm-hmm. Gogurt. Uh-huh. Um, the flavor ice pops oh that you yes. squeeze and you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I guess all of these things you put in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't really make sense. Uh-huh. You knew what I <laughs> yeah, meant. Not, no spoon. Yes. Um, Dunkaroos. Uh-huh. All these good things. Is there anything that comes to your mind when I say all of these and you're like, oh, I definitely ate that a lot growing up? Fruit by the foot. All of those. But oh, remember Fruit by the Foot? I do. I love Fruit by the Foot. And then the other one that had that a little tattoo. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> Tongue twister. The the one that had like tattoos. Yeah. It they was gave like you a roll up. Yep. And you can tattoo it on your tongue. Yes. And then you'd have like competitions to see mm-hmm. who could eat it the fastest. Or was <laughs> yeah. that just my friends? No, I, no, I think we did too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but Lunchables, I had like every mm-hmm. day and it was so fun to make because you could like place everything how you wanted it. Like that's, it was like build your own little... It was like, like easy one? bake oven, but real life. Yes. Like at school. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. <laughs> I seriously think I had it every day. Dude, you wh- what's like, your favorite Lunchable? Sauce? I still eat them. I still eat them to this day. You I do? don't care. Oh, yes. Oh, I only had the pizza one. That's all I had. The, the extra pizza. cheesy or the pepperoni the one? Pepperoni, the pepperoni, which I don't have pepperoni now. Interesting. But I loved it. I just <gasps> thought it was so you fun. You never had the, the nachos one? So Mm-mm. good. No. Oh, my God. You never had nachos? No. Really? There's Do you a like nachos? nachos? Yet what? Yeah. <laughs> There's a nachos lunchable. I think the three oh, lunchables are the pizza, the cheese and ham and crackers, yeah. and then nachos. Okay. And I always had nachos in the extra cheesy pizza lunchable because I was still that. vegetarian. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 
I cannot believe you've had never had nacho mm-hmm. Lunchable, and I also can't believe you don't eat them now still because I do. If I'm like going on a trip or something, or if I'm going hiking or whatever, and I need like a lunch, I literally go after the Lunchables. It's such yeah. You never outgrow those. I just I don't know mm-hmm. why I don't have them. Nope. But now I put it back in your brain, so you might yes. have one. And you also need to try the nachos because mm, chef's kiss. Uh huh. Also, this um, this isn't a snack, but Kraft mac and cheese. I lived off mm-hmm. of that. Kraft just like mac a box. And cheese. I've Every been, day. I've been craving like old foods lately and that was that's one really? that I've started eating again. Have you eaten that recently at all? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you still buy it? Uh-huh. I, I like the buy- shapes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are always low-key better than the original. They okay. Are. They're like cheesier. Yes. Um, but also there's like um I think it's like pasta. I, I don't think it's pasteroni. I don't know the brand. But now I've at least um, gone to the adult version of like mac and cheese. <laughs> and it comes in like a blue box and it's literally next to the craft mac and cheese. But they have like white cheddar shells and they have oh, like, um, uh, like Parmesan and garlic or something like that. Garlic and herbs. Um, but they're all noodles. And I feel better because they're not in the iconic craft box <laughs> when I eat them. And I justify that. But then sometimes I'll still grab the craft mac and cheese. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Velveeta is good, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Though, when I've tried to eat Velveeta recently, that has not worked out for me. <laughs> Why? I don't know. My sister was like, I don't think you should be eating oh, that. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not tried to eat Velveeta since. Oh, my gosh. That's not good. I know. But it's so good. Another all one cheese. was a ramen. Ramen, ramen, yes, that is a good one. Oh, also handy snacks. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. They had they were either crackers or a little breadstick, and then they had the cheese that you dipped in or spread on the cracker. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. that was so good. Yes. Did you <gasps> also? Did you ever have kudos? The granola kudos. bar kudos. I think they came from like Sam's Club. No, I don't think so. <gasps> oh my kudos. gosh, kudos, really? Abby. They are amazing, and I think they still exist somewhere today, but they ha- they had, like, Eminem kudos. They were the OG granola bars, and they're so good because like they the- come in, like, Snickers or Eminem or Twix. They'd be in, like, candy. I'm telling you, Dang. kudos, the K-U-D-O-S, were where it's at. Do they still have that? I don't know if they do, but the, I think they came from, like, Sam's Club or something. I don't know. We were big, like, Sam's Club back in the day. Okay. I think a lot of people used to be really big and still are. Yeah. I'm now a Costco girl, but this is the first time in my life I've been to Costco. <laughs> oh, I love Costco, but, yeah, it was Sam's at home Yeah, for mm-hmm. us, too. Wichita, Kansas. I don't think Woo! we ever had a Costco until more recently, so. I know. It was always Sam's True. Club. Um, but yeah, those are some. Uh, what are your Mount Rushmore of snacks of all time? Oh, of all time? Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, okay, so I love, well, popcorn. <laughs> mm. Old yes. All the, all the kinds or the original OG movie theater butter popcorn? Well, no. Okay, I like to go to Trader Joe's right now and it's actually like this cheese puff, like these okay. the largest cheese puff is what they call it. Okay. And it's so good. It's white cheddar. Nice. That's what I love. That sounds amazing. Yes. And that's of all time. Uh-huh. One of them. Yes. All right. You got three more. I know. That's hard. I feel like I don't snack that much. Anything really? cheese. Anything cheese, really. Goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, anything cheese, goldfish. Yeah. Goldfish. Mm-hmm. The yeah. extra cheddar. Extra cheddar. I do love a good goldfish. Uh-huh. Can't lie. I get um, why all the kids really enjoy them when I they're know. eating them as babies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chocolate covered almonds. Okay. Is that a snack? 
Yeah, that's a snack. Whatever you want to be is a snack. I'm so weird. <laughs> no, these are all great. Like, I, I would eat all of these. And Chex Mix. Chex Mix. The cheese. Mm, the Not cheese, the, original, the cheddar one. Like the cheddar. Oh, the OG, cheese. though, is so good. I know it is good. That's like one of my go-to airport snacks. Mm -hmm. If I can't find, like, food to eat, I'll always get Chex Mix. It satisfies, like, every craving. It does. It, it really mm -hmm. does, because I guess there's so many, there's different things in it. Yes. You can have little breadsticks, or you can have, like, the... Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, those are all good. Yeah. Yeah, you're not weird. Those are all good. Okay, good. Um, let me see. Okay, Cheez Its. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I love a Cheez It. Really? Yes. Do you not like Cheez Its? No. <gasps> they are so, so good. You can dip them in peanut butter or Nutella or you can eat them by themselves. Oh my, oh my God. Wait, you dip them in Nutella? I used to. Not anymore. Chocolate? Mm hmm. And I cheese? did. Don't do not knock it until you try it. It was so good. Okay, it was a perfect like mix of salty and sweet. Dang. Okay. So cheese its are on my list. Um, I would say cheese and crackers. Yeah, you cannot go wrong. I, with I that. like adult lunchables. What can I say? Like I sometimes will literally eat a meal and it is cheese and crackers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll add in grapes and get really creative. <laughs> but most of the time, so either like grapes and cheese or cheese and crackers, one of the two. Um. Uh, what else is there on, on my list? I think I'm going Chex Mix, but I'm going to go OG. Okay. Because Chex Mix are really good. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Ooh, what's my, what, what's my last one though? What I eat so many snacks. Like if I actually looked at my diet, I probably snack more than I actually eat normal foods. Mm -hmm. Um, mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm looking in my pantry right now, but it's kind of empty. I need to go grocery shopping. Um, I feel like, and it's the morning. I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to think yes. of like salty things. I don't know. I know. I know. Or good things to. Gosh, I really am. I'm literally like trying to picture my pantry right now. I do love sunflower seeds that used to be a big thing, but that's not, I don't know if that's a snack. Honey roasted peanuts. Though I've learned in my older age, I can't eat peanuts anymore. Why? I can eat peanut butter and stuff. I don't know. Peanuts, like they totally just go straight through me. And they Sa totally destroy my stomach. Same with me. Mm -hmm. No, like I'm not well when I eat them. And I used to eat them all the time growing up. No That's problem. Crazy. Did you ever eat them growing up? Or oh, was yeah. It mm -hmm. I never had an issue until recently. Yep. It's like as I hit like 27, 28, my system was like, yeah, no, you can't have that anymore. Like I throw up mm -hmm. and have heartburn. It's really I'll weird. I'll get like these. It, when I, it, I noticed it because there was one day, I think uh, like some peanut company sent us a bunch of peanut stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember. Um, but I, there was a huge can of honey roasted peanuts. And I'm like, oh, my God, those are my favorite. Took them. I had a long day. That was all I ate. Okay. Oh, no. I, it was no. this can. And I ate a lot of them because I was so hungry. And I went home. Abby, I was in pain for literally a week. It was like it was like I was trying to pass kidney stones is what it felt like. What? And I'm sure that's actually even more painful than what I went through. Like, my sister had it at one point, And I know that it was very painful for her. So she's like, do Ugh. not compare. Um, but that's what it felt like. Like, in, if I could connect it to anything that's horrible well no wonder you're not gonna eat them anymore yeah, but Ugh. it makes me so sad because they are they're one of my favorite snacks no. mm. almonds nuts i do love cashews mm -hmm. costco has a big thing of cashews that are like uh salted uh halves and full pieces and they're so so good those are good nifty nut house oh my gosh i mm -hmm. love that place it's so fun if you're ever in wichita kansas you need to go to nifty nut house it is been a staple for decades and it is so amazing they have everything candy nuts all the things uh-huh and it's so fun mm -hmm. you just get to pick out what you want and they're and so good like i don't know what they do to them but they're so good yeah what do they do i know
It'd be so fun to work there. Like <laughs> I a little imagine spice that. on there. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's our Mount Rushmore of snacks. I will share with you a few food world. You ready for these? I want to see what you think. Velveeta. Speaking of Velveeta. Let's go. They launched a new cheese scented nail polish. Wait, what? Yes. So if you want your nails to always smell like cheese, you just got to pay like 15 bucks for it. They have a red and yellow polish duo called Finger Food and La Dolce Velveeta. Does it, it taste like it? I'm sure if you gave it a little lick, it's going to taste like nail polish, but it's going to smell like cheddar cheese. Why though? That'd make me hungry just all the time. I don't know. Red and yellow nails that smell like cheese, which is also really ironic because if I, if I bought those not knowing any different, I would not know that my nails smell like cheese because I can't smell. Oh, you still can't. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Still not. So like I would put that on and I'd be like, oh yeah, everything's great. People are like, I smell cheese. And I would have no idea. I'm going to try that. I'm going to wear it. And see if I can smell it. Yeah, where do you buy this? You can buy it on Amazon. If you want to try that, okay. kids, you know, if you want to put some on on your kids, they may love it. Um, Sonic, they dropped a new snacking menu. And I listen, I'm all about snacks, so I love this idea. Um, and they're exclusively available on the mobile app. They have tachos, pickle fries, the signature Sonic corn dog, and ice cream floats. So, like, perfect stuff for summer. What are tachos? Um, like, um, tater tots made as nachos. Oh, mm-hmm. you've never had tachos no. before. <gasps> oh my God. You are missing out on so many things. I know. I don't have a very, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not very cultured in the mm-hmm. food. You need to explore, world. explore a little yes, bit more. I just keep with my, my same things. Fair. You need to explore I'm tachos. Like, I'm not a foodie. I'm telling you tachos are where it's at. Tachos. Yes. Um, and then, you know, I, times are tough. Inflation sucks right now and everything costs so much money. So this is a PSA to all the people. Uh, Krispy Kreme is giving away free donuts all summer long. So if you ever drive by a Krispy Kreme store or you're looking for like a nice um, warm donut, if they have their hot light on, you can go in and grab a free donut. Hey. So shout out to Krispy Kreme for that because we could all use a free donut in our lives. I know. Especially That's right cool. now. Yes. Yes. So free donuts for everyone. Love it. All summer? Yes, all summer. Let's go. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming in hot at number four, the charity softball game happened this week. Um, Myself, Lunchbox, Raymundo, we all played in it and it was a great time and you'll hear all the drama that came with it. But Abby, you were there. You're watching from the stands. I was there. That was awesome. What was your take on everything? That was so fun and you looked like a pro. I didn't feel like a pro when I missed a fly ball. Well... I would not even be (laughs) even close, I don't think. No, but listen, this is what happened. And, you know, on Instagram, you share highlight reels. reels, But um, Chris Lane hit a pop fly straight into the air. And I mean, freaking so high. Okay, it was. And I'm like getting under it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. No big deal. It comes down. It totally misses. And I'm like, I have no idea where the ball went. I have literally no idea. And I'm like looking around me and it's behind me somewhere. And yeah, that was the first inning. So I did not start off strong. But it was very high. Mm-hmm. And it was coming down fast. I was like, oh my gosh. I know. Well, I thought I like, I always felt so confident. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, it's coming right. And I'm right under it. And then I like took a curve and I'm like, I don't got it. I Man. do not have it. Yeah. Not a good start off point for your confidence. There. Yeah, oh, You're no. like, okay. Mm. I yelled at myself going. hard in the head. Like, I was like, I need to leave mm. now. No. <laughs> yes. But besides that, I did feel pretty good about it. But did you, as a fan, did you have fun watching? Yes. It was a lot of fun. Who is your favorite to watch? I'm well, other than you, I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say me. There's so many celebrities there. Hardy was really good. He was, I did not realize he was such a good athlete. Mm-hmm. Really? That whole team like, bamboozled us. Okay. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. <laughs> but I, it didn't feel like it. Like, I didn't feel like I was like, oh my gosh, this game is, you know, like they're killing them. I was like, it really didn't feel like they. No, they were just hitting bomb that for bomb in every yes. single hole that we had. And mm. I'm like, this is some kind of crap. I also uh, like watching Eric Decker because it's Eric Decker. Oh, speaking and of Eric Decker. Beautiful. Okay. He is. He is attractive. <laughs> Um, 
So I hit a ball and I got on first base, right? And I'm just sitting there chilling. Eric Decker is behind me and he comes up to bat. And he hits it and he's going to get a home run. And I'm running as fast as my little legs can go. And I thought I was pretty fast, okay? I also didn't have cleats on, mind you. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm moving as fast as I possibly can, which did used to be very fast. And I'm like going. They're like, everybody's yelling from the dugout, like, you're good, stay up, whatever. They didn't f- f- want to mention to me that Eric Decker was like two steps behind me. Oh, like he literally nearly lapped me by the time I made it to home plate. <laughs> oh I'm like, this I man was that. jogging behind me and I really? was going as fast as my little legs could go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of it and he's literally behind me and I'm like, you almost get trampled. It also wasn't fair because I was on first base. So literally by the time he made it to first place, I don't even think I made it to second. Yeah, little legs. I'm sure that's a little intimidating. You mm-hmm. were on there with some major athletes like Sean Johnson. Yeah. Eric Decker. I mean, that's that's a lot of there pressure was, there. There were so many. But I'm telling you, I turned around and I was like, I literally almost just got trampled. And I thought <laughs> oh. I was running very fast. So I guess I need to hit the treadmill a little bit more. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I did. I got some heat, too, for not uh, running all the way through first base in, in, the, in a video I posted. But it's because I didn't have cleats. I didn't want to eat crap on the other end. I know. And I didn't have the... It's not like I have wheels on me to, like, stop rolling. And I was running fast. So I had to, like, stop my speed at the base to get some traction. Uh-huh. Oh my jeez. Okay. So just to give a little uh, context, I next time if I get to play, I am bringing cleats. I'm were literally people wearing going it, to buy a pl- pair. Were some people wearing cleats? Yeah. Oh, so they were intense. Several of them were oh, wearing cleats. Mm. Then there's me in my like normal workout shoes and I'm like this is not good for me. No. <laughs> well, they should have been like, "Hey, you might want to bring cleats." Yeah. Or something. I probably should have looked into that one a little bit more. I mean, I was fine mm-hmm. without them, but I definitely should have worn cleats. It would have helped significantly in my game. I give myself like a 55% of how good I did. Okay. I could have done like 50% better. So <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, if I get to come back next year, I'm going to come back with a vengeance. Yes. That's um, the plan. Ray was so entertaining to watch, I got to say. He was out there doing push-ups on the field. <laughs> in the, I'm like, what are you doing? He was in his own world, I swear. Well, as you'll hear in this... Um, whole segment coming up too it's because he wasn't making any friends in the dugout so he kept coming over to hang out with us so apparently instead of what he was doing instead of making friends was trying to instagram live getting yelled at and doing push-ups yes anything but talking to Mm -hmm. people and he was like they they didn't like me i'm like right you gotta go talk to people in order for them to even like you in the first place yeah they like they would like you come on yeah um but like chuck wicks uh jimmy allen sean booth they were all super nice to me even when i uh, made a few mishaps on the field. They were very uh, kind. So I'm shouting them all out. Uh, Chuck helped me warm up a lot. We did batting practice and everything. So, really? Yeah. Chuck's Chuck. a great dude. He is. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. And he also played college baseball. So I felt like he had an advantage there. He did. And for he's sure. very good. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Booth was really good. Jimmy Allen was super competitive. He was hilarious. Um I'm trying to think if there's any other stories. That was about it. But yeah, I am I am the one to thank for getting Lunchbox on the field. I did make it happen. I made him play because he deserved it. I love that. I know. I saw him play and I was like, good. I'm glad because mm-hmm. I know he wanted to really Yeah, bad. he fought me a bit on it. And I was like, Lunchbox, just freaking go bad. <laughs> like, he did? He, yes. did? he wasn't going to? He was like, no more. I literally. Okay, so there's a whiteboard in our dugout and it has our lineup of who's going to hit. And somebody was on there twice. So I'm like, oh, I'll just erase it and I'll put Lunchbox up and I'll tell him to call out Lunchbox. 
And so I did that. And Lunchbox was like, no, 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 don't do that. And I'm like, Lunchbox, it's literally fine. Just leave it. And so he made me erase it. And then I'm like, dude, nobody cares. Like what if you go bad or if you don't, what it's up to you. Like literally nobody here yeah. can tell a difference. I'm also surprised because Lunchbox like never cares what anyone thinks. I know, but like ever. He, in this moment, for whatever reason he did. And then, you know, um, so but I, I he finally allowed me to put it back up on the whiteboard and I made it happen for him. I'm like, just go hit, go Yay. have fun. I know, so, have fun. You'll hear a little bit more of the softball drama and everything that actually happened if you go listen to the best bits. Just the bits. And I told y'all we had such a star-studded week on the show. Adam Sandler came on for the first time. And in case you've been living in a hole and don't know who that is, he's a massive movie star, comedian, and basically one of the funniest guys on the planet. I mean, Abby doesn't even watch that many movies or TV shows, but Abby, you know who Adam Sandler is, right? Yeah, because my favorite movie is Happy Gilmore. Yeah, see? Like, so many iconic movies. But he came on the show for the first time, and it was such a fun interview to hear him talk about his love of basketball and all the viral videos of himself. He kind of reacted to those, which was pretty cool. But I have to tell you something, Abby. So for the very first time ever in my life, because I've been dying to see Top Gun Maverick and everybody's been busy with CMA Fest and all these things going on. People have everyone in town and everybody was busy. So I went and saw it by myself. You did? I went to a movie by myself. Wow, wow. How was that? It was an interesting but very liberating experience. Okay. First of all, honestly, one of the best movies I've seen, at least in the last five years. Like, so good. Top to bottom, so good. I want to see it so bad. Oh, I would go again. Okay. I would watch this movie multiple times. Like, it is a repeat movie 100%. Really? I, and it definitely competes with the original, okay. which is awesome for like a sequel for that to happen. Uh-huh. So that's that on itself. And Miles Teller and oh, all the men in it that are, yeah, they're lovely. Um, that's <laughs> what I want. Yeah. Because yes. I've been seeing it on TikTok. Yes. It's amazing. Like and I'm people- not going to say anymore because I do not want to spoil anything because I want everyone to experience every moment mm-hmm. for themselves. Um, but I went and... Um, I walked in and I was like, oh, this feels weird. I felt like everyone was looking at me and they're like, oh, the girl's by herself. And I felt really weird at first. Mm-hmm. But then when I like sat down and I was just sitting there enjoying the movie and I was just like chilling by myself, it felt very liberating. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how else other to explain it besides that. It yeah. just felt very freeing. It felt very um, important for me to do. And it felt very just like I was taking another step towards well, that's something. Good. Yeah. Have you ever gone to the movies by yourself? One time. Yeah. One time. And it was very, it was awkward <laughs> when you're walking in, but right? then you're just like, who cares? Like, who cares? I'm here for myself. Like, why does it matter what anyone else? Exactly. And I like it, there's a switch in your head that goes off and you kind of turn it on and you're like, why do I care mm-hmm. what anyone else thinks? Like, I'm just going to enjoy this movie. I paid for it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. What was the movie you went and saw by yourself? What is the one? It's with the shooter. <laughs> The sh- um, oh my, Abby, the shooter. <laughs> no, what is it called? Dang it, what's his name? It's about the, oh, the sniper. Um, oh, American Sniper? Yes, uh, American Sniper. That was it. I went yeah, by American myself. Sniper. You went to that mo- oh, I don't know why a- I went by myself. And you probably really liked it because it's a f- I, really great movie. I loved it. Yes. But did when you left, did you feel similar in that you were like, okay, this was a very interesting but liberating experience? Yeah. And I feel like you're you can, you're in your own head and mm-hmm. you're not like distracted by someone else or feel like you have to be a certain way. You're just like, it's you. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot by myself and it doesn't bother me. Like, I just don't care. What other um, kind of things do you do by yourself? Oh, I mean, I'll go out to eat, not dinner, but like I'll go to lunch. Uh, I mean, I go hiking all the time. 
running. I mean, basically every hobby, I guess, that I do in my spare time. Was it weird to do all of those alone for the first time? Or do I you guess, even remember, like, looking back on it, do you ever even remember doing it for the first time by yourself? I think most of it is because I moved to Nashville, like, not knowing anybody, you know? And I, I'm just very independent, so I think it's just who I am, so it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So when you talk to other people that, like, cannot do anything by themselves or they always have, like, they're married or something. Like, you're not usually used to doing things by yourself. But yes. it's really, it's fun. Like, it, I love it. <laughs> I go shopping by myself. It's just, like, therapeutic things, mm-hmm. you know, that you just... I agree. Yeah. And I think more people, if if they aren't good at being alone, especially like in single times or before getting married and having kids, obviously that's a lot <laughs> different of a story. But I do feel like having that alone time by yourself is really important. I think you learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm. and you like learn to stand up for yourself and you really like just understand what you need, what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy. And you know, it it makes me feel bad for people who are unable to do that because I think it is such a important and incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Like there are people I know that do not. They're like, I don't ever want to live by myself. I always need people around. I always need this or I always need that. And I think um, while that's awesome and I think that's a cool way to live in one circumstance, I think there's something to be said for someone who can do things on their own and show up for themselves when nobody else will. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like forces you to be a different kind of person. It really does. Do you ever feel that? Like yes. you're like, I'm just, I feel like I'm different mm-hmm. in that sense because of that ability. And I feel like a lot of people think that you're like a nerd or you're looked at as it's embarrassing. I'm like, it's really not mm-hmm. like, I think more people should do it. Why when not? did we decide being alone was a bad thing? Exactly. I don't know. Like seeing people alone, when did we decide that was a bad thing? And why do we treat it like it's like the bad of all things? Why do we? Yeah, like I heard someone, they were like, yeah, I went out to eat by myself. And they were like, you went alone? What did you do? Who'd you talk to? Like, what? Mm-hmm. That's so awkward. And I'm like, it's, a, I mean, maybe dinner. <laughs> no, I, I still but, don't even think dinner is. Yeah. Like if you want to go sit at the bar and have a drink or eat some food. Who cares? Yeah. If you felt good, do mm-hmm. it. Like, I, d- I just don't think we do it enough. And I wish we, I, I wish we were raised to understand that it was okay. Like I wish society told us that was okay mm-hmm. because it didn't. Being alone was not a good thing. No. For many years. It's starting to become this idea of like, okay, this is, you need this to actually become the human you're supposed to be. Yeah. But I've, it is scary. Like being alone is scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've even gone to concerts by myself. What concert did you go to by no, yourself? No, I don't. I mean, I've gone to a few. It's usually like at an amphitheater, like outside. Yeah. Where it's not as weird. Because you can just kind of be like out in the in the crowd. And you're just vibing? Yeah. Like it, if I can't find someone to come with me, I'm like, I'm still going to go because I love it. I love mm-hmm. music and live music. And that's also my therapy. So, you know. What was the most liberating thing you did by yourself? By myself? That you're like, uh, you look back on it and you're like, that was like a turning point for me. Uh, well, I went to Chicago by myself. You traveled? Yeah. Okay. So like for a full weekend or what happened? It was for a weekend. It was actually for a show. So where I used to work, um, we had Florida Georgia Line screens and they had a show there. Um, and so I just decided to go because I could get a ticket. So I just went by myself. I walked all around Chicago. I explored everything. I did what I wanted to do. Like that was, I still look at that and I was like, that was one of the coolest things. That's amazing. Stayed in a hotel, everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. I didn't know anyone there. How old to were you me. when that happened? Oh, that was only, that was probably five years ago. Okay. So I was like 25, 26. Mid-20s, yeah. yeah. 
And it was that. amazing. I love, and I went to Boston by myself too. I that was that year. It was like a whole thing. Like I just like embraced my <laughs> your uh, aloneness. Yes, and independence, singleness, yes. aloneness. Yes, all everything. Of it. Yeah. I love that. Well, hey, you know what? Hopefully, you're inspired today to go do something. Yeah. Aloneness. Yes, <laughs> That's yeah. even a word. Aloneness. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it, and two, like I do recommend going to a movie or or taking drives or just putting yourself out of your comfort zone. In general, I'm learning. Even though I learned it so much before in the years leading up to now, I'm continuing to constantly learn that. It's like a lesson that never goes away. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that is a repeat offender. I know. It's it's <laughs> it's hard. Like if you're used to it, you know, it's kind of like a safety blanket mm-hmm. or security blanket when someone's with you because you're just like, oh, I can talk to them. But like when you're by yourself, there's so much you can meet new people. You just see things completely different because mm-hmm. it's just you. And, and leading into that, I mean, we're we're already going in that direction. At number two, I, of course, shared some very unfortunate personal news that I still don't know if I'm capable of getting back into without mm-hmm. crying. So, mm-hmm. but I do want to know, like, from you, Abby, because you and I are in this season of life at the same time. You know, you it wasn't too long ago that you had to share similar news, which was <laughs> not fun for you either. Yeah. Um, what have you done? And I, like, because... And I want to say this, like there are so many listeners and so many friends and and people in my life who reached out to me. My phone was blowing up the day of and continues to blow up. And I got sent a lot of cookies because I think everybody saw how emotional it was for me and just how taxing. But it was also um, an important step for me. I had this realization that I was still holding on to hope that it would work out. And the only way that it would become final and that I had to let go is if I shared it. Because once you share something on the radio, you can't take it back. Yep. <laughs> There's no going back. Like it's, it's out there. Yeah. And I, and when I, so when I said like, you know, I just want to move forward and I'm ready to start heading in that direction. That was like an important step for me because the show is such a big part of my life. I can't just ignore that fact. If I'm living my whole life, like I'm single and then I have yet to share on the show, it's, it's like a, a piece of me was holding on to some kind of hope without mm-hmm. wanting to let go. And so I did that and 99% positive of all the support and love that I received. And I can't, um, you know, thank all the listeners and all my friends and everyone enough for, for reaching out and the show for just loving me and letting me emotionally go through that, even though that was not the intention. It just kind of happened. It was a very human moment for me that... Um, I don't think we get to see often from a lot of people because it's really hard to be that vulnerable. Like it was hard for me. Like I look at that video and I'm like, oh my God, I am crying on a video that has now several thousand views and several <laughs> hundred listens and all these things are going through my head, you know. But it's real life. I cry mm-hmm. all the time. I know. Every day. I mean, you know. Well, like it, you know, it wasn't it wouldn't have been real for me in that moment to share it without crying as much as I yeah. wanted to you know, be strong and be this person that was okay. I wasn't, I'm mm-hmm. still not, I'm still not going to be for a while just based on the course of events that my life has taken me to hear. But you can also, it's starting to come up. Um, uh-huh. It's it's in there. I want to know, like, it, because there were on top of all the support and love that I received, there were people who were reaching out and saying, I'm, I went through something similar recently, or like, I feel your pain in every way, all these things. And you and I have also had a lot of conversations off the air where we're like, you're sending me memes and we're talking about things Uh and we're 
going through it together. Mm -hmm. So, and you are a little bit further out from me. So what were some things that you started to do that helped you kind of take that next step forward and keep moving forward and start to think about the idea of moving on? Yeah. So for me, you just have to realize, and like, I love this quote, and this is what I thought about. This was the end of last year. I was single and I was like, look, I'm going to stop. Once you stop chasing the wrong things, you give the chance um, for the right things to catch you. Mm. And so I always think of that. And I'm like, you, I just, I got to stop chasing. Um, you know, like it didn't work out for a reason. And you just kind of got to like move on with your life and really focus on what makes you happy and what you want to do. And like become a better person. Because when I was dating him, there was so much I needed to work on too. You know, like it was a two-way thing and we always learn things and we can always get better. And so I think that's what I focus on now is like myself and how I can be a better person and happier and do what I love and where I need to be in life. Because I feel like when you're like fully happy and know where you're going, like everything naturally just like gravitates towards you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just like, I try to keep busy, (laughs) you know, I go for runs, um, work out, listen to music. Listen, that's, I think we're on the same page here. We, we have our You're jamming a lot. Yes. Yeah. That we can relate to and they can, we can get angry. Like you can be angry. Our Taylor Swift era. Yes. Yes. That comes out. Mm-hmm. Like you can be mad. You can question why, but I mean, at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. you just know you have to move on and that you're stronger in the end. <laughs> And I don't think there's anything as hard as your mind and your heart being in two separate places. Mm-hmm. That internal battle is without a doubt, like just one of the hardest feelings to have a part of your life when you feel like you are split in two pieces and you're trying to figure out which one's right and what area you're supposed to navigate and how you're supposed to do it and what to believe, what questions to ask, what not to ask. Like, and I love that you mentioned a quote because, oh, my God, my my Instagram is full of them because I love mm-hmm. them so much. I, I've always loved the idea of connecting with other people. Something that will always make me feel less alone is when I know other people have either felt it mm-hmm. or are feeling it. Always. Yeah. And so quotes help with that because somebody wrote that. Somebody was going through that. And then you also see all the likes and you're like, everybody else is feeling that or has felt this, you know. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel less alone. So quotes do that. But then I'm also like sitting there in my head and there's sometimes where quotes will justify things for me or they will make me question things and you get all all in your head about everything. So it's like this constant back and forth of trying to navigate the muddiness that's in your heart. Mm -hmm. And it sucks so much. There's no other way to say it than like it just freaking sucks. Yeah, it does. (laughs) I mean... Yeah. And so like, and, and too, like people saw on the video as I'm crying, I'm trying to smile and laugh because I don't like when my body reacts to things, I don't know what else to do. Awkward situations, uncomfortable situations, sad situations. I start smiling, laughing. I've always had a nervous laughter (sighs) because it's my body's way of trying to counterbalance what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's like one of my natural defense systems. And so I was watching that, the video and I just see myself like, I was like, you know what? That's proof that there's a smile still in there somewhere and it's going to feel good again one day. I just got to get through the other side of that. Yes. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. There is a smile and we can't like forget that, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, we want to be smiling right now. I don't want to wish, like, I just want to be happy right now. You know, I don't want to be sad and have questions and not get answers and be confused. And I feel like all those emotions go through your head when something like that happens. Because you're just like, no, like, it can be worked on. It can be worked out. Or like, Mm -hmm. what went wrong? And then you're overthinking everything. And it's exhausting. And like, I also found myself too, like, I... I have so many distractions and people are constantly trying to keep me busy and do things. And I have so much work and so much going on that I do have enough to keep my mind preoccupied. 
But I also realized that when I ignore everything I'm feeling with all of that, it all comes crashing down. Oh, yes. Like if I the more I put it off, the more it's going to come crashing down. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like I have to allow myself to cry every time it comes out and then I can pick it back up again and like maybe get a little bit further the next time and then keep going. And I know that's super healthy to like live with those emotions and be okay. But there are some times where I'm like, no, not right now. I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to feel this way right now. I just want to push through. But so hard. Yeah. It's just like it sucks and it's so hard. And and it's also like on this other end of it, you're constantly saying there's so many worse things in the world. So Mm -hmm. many worse things in the world. Why am I hurting this bad over this? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you try and justify it and come up with all the reasons and all the things, but you're still sitting there with that idea that like, why are you so upset over this? Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, but that, that all comes like, and I know you can relate to that. And I, I'm sure some others can, who are empaths or people that just naturally have very big hearts for people that are full of a lot of love, but tends to be the same reaction, right? Yes. You have all these emotions of, of love and misunderstanding and don't, You have so many questions while also like getting mad at yourself for feeling emotional. I know. (laughs) And you shouldn't, you know, and that's what's like so frustrating. And it's like, we know how much love we have to give. And I, when we can't give it all the way, that's when it hurts the most, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much love to give to the right person. It's a different kind of rejection of love. It really is like, and and it's never said that way. And it's never um, portrayed as that to us, but Mm -hmm. it is that. At the end of the day. And yeah. that that hurts. It's like freaking Cupid hit you with the wrong arrow. <laughs> I know. And it's like one of those things, even in our job or like going to a concert, like you have to be on it, you know, mm-hmm. like we are happy at our jobs, but you have to really be put your best foot forward and be mm-hmm. in a good mood and happy and animated. <laughs> and sometimes you just don't want to, you know, like in the back of your mind, you're like, well, I'm not things aren't right in my life. Yeah. And that's how I feel a lot with other things. I'm not relating it to my dating. Um, just, just other things. things in my mm-hmm. life that I've gone through. Um, yeah. And then it, when you get home alone at night, that's when it is the worst. And when you're alone and there's yeah. nothing to distract your mind. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And you just, and then you start crying. And then you start crying about something else. And it's just kind of like a never ending deal. Mm-hmm. Well, that's with me. <laughs> no, like, oh. no, it might. You know, my therapist calls it complicated grief. When you have multiple things going on that that are grief invited by grief, I guess to say is the word. Um, you know, for me, it's the loss of my family dog. Now this, mm-hmm. the grief that's happening in the world. And because I'm an empath, I feel that. So I have complicated grief going on. And she's like, it is the worst kind of thing to feel. And she's like, and as many people as go- that are going through complicated grief, everyone's will always be their own grief. Like it will never be the same for any person. Mm -hmm. And so all you can do is find people that can sympathize and you just sit there and you listen to each other and you try your best to love one another. But like at the end of the day, you are the only one that can get through your own grief. Yes. Which is awful Mm -hmm. (laughs) in itself. Like I, I wish a million times over I could be angry over being sad. Yes. I get I angry. every time. Mm-hmm. I get so mad. And I'm like, why are you it. crying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of having puffy eyes. <laughs> well, and like you were mentioning too, how you come to work and you have this this face on from everything, right? From you, you walk in to a situation, whether it's 
out at a concert or out with friends or at work and you come in, doesn't matter what's going on in your life, and you put on a face Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm going to get through this. And then you're going to go home and it's like you collapse. It's like this exhaustion that your body is like, okay, I can finally feel everything that I was feeling that I was putting off from feeling. Mm -hmm. And it is so exhausting. It feels so taxing on your body. And so like I, I realized too that in so much of this, I just constantly feel tired. But the one thing I need to be doing is working out because that's the only thing that's going to give me like the serotonin that I need to mm-hmm. bounce back. Yeah. And I don't have the energy to do that. You right. know what I mean? It's so, very easy to want to stay in bed. It's very oh easy. Oh my gosh. You know? Yeah. And, and like even even further than that, it, it hurts me, you know, the people that deal with depression and things similar that go through these things and then have that on top of that. Like. Mm-hmm. I cannot fathom. I can't understand. And like that breaks my heart even further. Yeah. Back to the empath side, thinking of all the other things that could be worse. I know. So, I mean, I I know I'm not talking much about like the actual relationship itself and whatever happened. And I don't ever anticipate that I will. And I I assume same goes for you because it's just you you kind of try to let go and you try and move forward. And that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. Because... Staying in it isn't going to help anything. Yeah. And keep talking about it isn't going to help anything. But I think um, Abby and I both talking about it helps us. Mm -hmm. It can help somebody else if they're going through it or even not going through it or know somebody that's going through it. That can help them relate. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. It's also harder to be on the, you know, I always knew it because I was perpetually single. So when I got in a relationship, I really tried my best to never tell someone you're going to find it someday and it'll all work out. Yep. Because that's the last thing anybody wants to hear. Literally hate it. And <laughs> I get I'm just all reminded <laughs> of why I should never say that. And I'm glad I didn't when I was in a relationship. But I think I may have said that to you, though, like yesterday. I was like, hey, it, what's it's meant to an, be? <laughs> well, like that's in the back of your mind, right? This this idea that like, you know, what's supposed to be for you will always find you all these things. But like when you're in the thick of it, Ain't nothing helping. It, 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 but people can say as much as they want, and it's more comforting than it is bad, right? I would prefer that. I'd prefer people be there and support and love, even if it's not necessarily the best thing I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'd rather hear it a million times over because you know what? Maybe by the 150th time, it's going to stick. And I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, I finally get it. So as much as I say, like, don't say that, I'm like, you know what? It's still helping. You're still reaching out. You're still supporting people. Mm-hmm. And that's what anybody wants at the end of the day right exactly yeah so I don't know there is there isn't like I also learned that there's just not the right thing to say to people when they are grieving in any form I know besides I'm here for you and I will be here to listen Mm -hmm. like besides being an open heart to listen there isn't much you can do and say that it's going to help anyone grieving through anything yeah like mine wasn't as we didn't date that long you know so I don't think it hit me as much as yours does, but like I have grief in, in other ways that mm-hmm. was actually more than that, you know, like my brother, I don't know if I ever said that, but yeah, my brother. And so that's what I constantly go back to, like is my grief. Yeah. So yeah, like grief is, is everywhere. And like mm-hmm. the whole getting out of bed, I wasn't referring to my last relationship because. No. And I, I knew personally what you were talking yeah. about. Um, and you never had to say that, but also even if you can't get out of a bed after that, short of a relationship, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like there comp- love is so complicated. 
and grief is so complicated and life is so complicated that there is not a timeline for one specific thing ever. I do not care who says that there's a rule book for certain things and that you cannot be sad. I don't care if you had a whirlwind romance with somebody for a weekend Mm -hmm. and you're emotionally sad about it. Like you deserve that. If that's what you felt, like you knew it in your heart and your heart felt something. Mm -hmm. And so regardless that you weren't, if you were, I still think you deserve that. Like you deserve to go through all of those emotions and feel what you feel always. It does not matter the timeline of anything. It can be 10 years and someone can be done and not feel anything. And it can be one week and everybody can feel everything. (laughs) That's very, so true. Yeah, that is so true. So, and you can't compare to anybody else, mm -mm. you know? That's why my therapist was like, as much as I would love to say, we are, you know, everybody's grieving in a sense, but no one person is going to relate to you. Right. You can connect through grief, but you can't connect through the exact grief Mm -hmm. ever. Even if it could be the same person, even if it could be the same situation, you are all going to feel that differently. And that's what grief is. And it's even more complicated when there's multiple aspects of it happening in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and there's no right or wrong way to, to grieve or cope with things. Mm -mm. So like, yeah, it's all complicated and it's all, but I just, you know, I just, but I do, you know, there, and I, and there isn't, there isn't a right or wrong, but I do think at the end of the day, you should always have respect for other people, however things end. Mm -hmm. And if you can't have that, then I hope you start doing serious work, whatever that looks like, you know, because it's so hard on everyone that the best thing you can do for yourself and for others is be kind and, you know, not make it harder. Yes. <laughs> so however that has to happen in your life, if at all possible, um, not on the grieving side of losing someone in your life. You don't have much control over that. Um, but, you know, in relationships and losing friendships or partners or whatever it may be. Try and be the kind one. I am guilty of sometimes not. I react over responding or thinking and then responding. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also the the hard part of complicated grief. You go through different emotions at different moments. But I always try to at least, you know, like, if I can hold my head up high at the end of the day and I did everything possible that I could to make it work or be the person that I wanted them to be for me, then I'm doing exactly what I can do. In this situation. Yeah. And that's really all you can do because mm-hmm. you can't force someone else mm-hmm. to give you the answers if they're not going to. No. Or, but the hope know. is we're all good, decent human beings. And yes, we realize we're all yeah. in a complicated life at the end of the day and we're just trying to figure it out. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> can't we all? Isn't that a Kenny Chesney song? Can't yeah. we all just get, get along? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Let's listen to that. <laughs> yes. But I mean, you know. That's that for for all of that. And that, you know, going to start moving forward from here. If I ever bring it up, probably won't. But you never know. Yep, I will not bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in at number one, though, I was talking about the star-studded week we had. And boy, was it because in at number one is Hank Williams Jr. What a freaking guest that came in on the show. Wow. Yes. Yes. Like, if I could say one word, it's wow. Because uh-huh. of how interesting this interview was, was, the turn of events that happened during it, like amazing. And you interacted with him. You had mentioned on the show, like the your top five things that happened yeah, when you're was, interacting. Yeah, he's a colorful character. He is. Mm-hmm. What he is, What did you think? I mean, I said on the show, like he knows what he wants, and he just 
he's been doing this for so long. Mm -hmm. And I mean, his dad, he grew up around this. Mm -hmm. I mean, his dad is Hank Williams. Yeah. And so, yeah, it kind of shocked me, but it was, I think, legendary. Everything (laughs) about what he did was wow. And Mm -hmm. I feel like only he could pull that off. He is literally probably the only one. Yes, you are right. Um, And it was it was funny to to watch him because he just went through so many different courses of his life in such a quick span mm-hmm. when he was talking. He was talking about his accident off the mountain. He was talking about a really dark period of his life. And then quickly after that, he was like, okay, can I leave so I can smoke my cigar? And you're like, what? He was just Over the like- course of five minutes, <laughs> yeah, so he- many different things happened. It was like he got in a place mm-hmm. each time. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in a very, like, he remembered it like it was yesterday. And then mm-hmm. he's like, okay, wait, I need my cigar. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and it was just so, like, it was refreshing, though, because he was just being himself, mm-hmm. right? He was literally walked in. He's like, I am who I am. Take it or leave it. I'm also going to leave. And you're going to be okay with it. Yeah. Like, if I could take that energy and channel it in every day of my life, that would be amazing. Seriously. So, I, you know, we should all take after Hank Williams Jr. We should. How he takes control of his own life. He does not care. He's just living life. And how much he loves his cigars, because yes. he does. <laughs> I did not know that. That was a fun fact that I didn't know before he came in. Yes, <laughs> he's amazing. And this interview is just so, so great. So make sure you check that out at bobbybones.com. Well, Abby, we got um, emotional, and I almost cried again, but we talked about our favorite snacks and some collaborations. It was a good time. It was. Good time was had by all. I know. Even though you and I are like sitting here, we're like, oh, we got a long weekend ahead of us. Yeah, we this got is all happening. A lot to do. Both of our parents are in town. We got the whole Kansas crew here. Woo! CMA Fest is like lively and happening. I keep mentioning it. So make sure you're watching like basically every artist's story. You can watch all of ours. We'll be interacting with uh, a bunch of different things, but we'll be out and about, I'm sure. I am so pumped. I mean, it's the first time in what? Two, was it two years? Or two, three? three years. Something two, yes. like that. Like, yeah. We are ready. Let's I go. Know. Well, tell all the people where they can find you. Okay. On Instagram, I'm abby.anderson1 underscore. Love You'll it. Never not make me laugh. And then, t- <laughs> and then Twitter, I'm singing Abby. Singing Abby, and she is singing. I'm telling you, she's singing, singing in my living room on the couch, in yes, the shower, in the car, <laughs> in all the places, and hopefully not scaring off her neighbor. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm girl Morgan on all the things, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the things you name it. Um, make sure you check out the Bobby Bone Show at Bobby Bone Show for all the content and videos are up at BobbyBones.com. I also listen. I simplified things on Instagram. You guys wanted the link in bio to be easier because we can no longer post full clips of all the games and you guys were raising some crap about it. (laughs) Um, So I simplified things. It's easy to access if you just hit the link in bio on Instagram to go to the full game videos on our YouTube page. I promise it's right there. It's not hard. It's one click away and we're all going to get through it. All of it. Everything in our lives. We're all going to get through everything. (laughs) Yes, we are. We just got to be positive. Yeah, we do. All right, Abby, thanks for hanging out with me. I love you. Thanks for um, emotionally hanging out with me, too. Of course. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on I'm this. <laughs> people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 